Hello and good morning. Uh, welcome into Big Talk, where we bring you college sports with Midwest perspective. We are blue collar and blue blood. It is take two on this week. <laughs> well, we had a major uh, technology uh, issue last week. We were in the middle of doing our show, Dalton and I. Uh, first off, I'm Sam Sprunger. Uh, that is not Dalton Shetler. That is tony hollinsworth our buddy tony able to jump in this morning and uh fill in for dalton who is on his way home from uh the big 10 media days in indianapolis so uh they're in your neck of the woods there tony you should have hooked up with him i know he didn't tell me if he had told me i've been like hey man you know let's go to a bar let's go like right down the street <laughs> from my let's understanding go. he is busier in a one-legged man in a butt kicking contest on media days so oh i i believe it so, but yeah, last week we had a major malfunction, uh, technological malfunction. Uh, we were in the middle of recording and uh, my hard drive went out. So uh, we didn't have a show last week. So this is 79.1, take two. <laughs> Second time's a charm. Second That's right. You got to love, you got to love technology. Uh, technology. It's great. It's wonderful. We're able to do this, you know, two states apart, you know, uh, with a state between us or whatever. And, you know, never been with each other in person but yet when it malfunctions it malfunctions and oh, so yeah. uh but but we're able to uh you know take it in stride and be able to uh to recoup and and do things so we got a lot that we were we were talking about last week we'll put that on the back burner um as we get a little bit closer to the kickoff of college football season it's coming right down right down but just just barely out of our reach right now we're almost there i know just think four more days and we're technically in august and we have college football next month we have college football in four days in that in that month yeah, yeah we'll be in, in the month that college football starts so uh really excited about it a uh, lot on a lot on our on our plate we're uh, we're talking about a few different things we've got uh, a little bit of a basketball topic that we're going to cover here in just a little bit but, but we kind of wanted to jump in um, big 10 media days wrapping up a lot of things going on in indianapolis with coaches and some players and things like that uh, but the big news here recently just in the uh, the past what day and a half i guess uh, is jim harbaugh coach of uh, michigan the university of michigan uh, is probably, I don't think it's officially been put down yet, but probably is going to be suspended for four games for the infractions that the university, uh, had, I, I guess I don't, I, 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 Tony four games. Is that what, what's this, Hey, what's this going to do for Michigan? I mean, granted the thir first three games are, are basically JV games. Uh, but, but, and that fourth game, while it's a Big Ten game, I believe it's not a. It might be Rutgers or something. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't have. I'm 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 running kind of handicapped to where I've only got basically one screen. But I think there it, it's it's not a, a hard Big Ten game. But what does that do to a team that is normally, uh, you know, you're you don't you don't have your your head guy there? What's the, well? What are you thinking that's going to do, if anything, for the Wolverines or to the Wolverines? Yeah. So, so I, I pulled it up since since you're having some some technical difficulties. So their first four games are the first four games. I mean, as far as losing your head coach at the very literal very beginning of the season, even in the off season, they're all at home in Ann Arbor. Yep, so I knew that on, one. They take on East Carolina. It is Rutgers. UNLV, Bowling Green, and then Rutgers is their first you know Big Ten game that they have to face. Uh, 
in in Ann Arbor, and then they'll have Coach Harwell back on a road game against Nebraska. Right. I don't think it will really steer the ship too badly unless they lose one of those four games. Because I think there's a chance they lose any of those four games. Seriously, though, not realistically, no. But it's one of those. That's the beauty of college football: is there's always a potential for an upset. Say Appalachian State is a perfect example. You know who I'd love to see? The big house too. I would love to see it from like Eastern Carolina. Yeah, East Carolina coming in and roughing them up. Well, because I don't know if you've seen them. They have been just kind of feisty against some of the, you know, the true power five teams here of lately. And it's Mm -hmm. like, man, it would just be so cool. They haven't had horrible seasons even lately. So, like, I guess, I guess if of those four, Rutgers probably is your best bet, maybe. But I would say East Carolina is probably your second best bet. And and when I say best bet, you're talking like 5%. Oh yeah. Yeah. I say it, it, it's not going to be like a huge margin, but no, I mean, it, it's one of those out of, out of all those teams, like you said, I would probably give Rutgers the greatest chance, you know, Eastern Carolina university, probably UNLV and then Bowling Green after that, honestly, the last two are a total toss up. I don't, I don't know enough about either one of them to be like, I think well, Bowling they- Green, Bowling Green did go to a bowl game last year, but the, when you're talking max schools, you're talking schools that, uh, they don't always rebuild or restock the way that, you know, major universities like Michigan does. Exactly. And it's one of those that, you know, I, I'm in agreement with you on that because uh, let's, 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 this is not me discounting Jim Harbaugh. He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like the, like his knowledge of X's and O's and, and things like that. Um, but when it comes to these style of games, the coaching is not really going to play a lot into into whether or not the game comes out a certain way. Uh, now, if Ohio State was in one of these four games, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna worry about it because the coaching is going to make some 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 difference. Yeah. But you know, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers. Even though Greg Schiano is a really good coach, it's still Rutgers. You know, yeah. those the Jimmies are going to be the Jimmies and Joes are going to be better than any X's and O's preparation, I think. Oh, yeah. And plus, you have to look at it. Michigan's formula really hasn't changed from what they were doing. Big bullying, power offensive line, run the ball. You have your two best running backs back at Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. Mm -hmm. And then you still have J.J. McCarthy under center now in his third season with the team. So it's one of those, like I said, unless Michigan just really, you know, just fumbles or messes up, and with it all being at home too. Now, if it was on the road, I could even say maybe the head coach not being there could make a difference. But since they're maybe. all in Ann Arbor, I don't I don't see them having any issues the first four games. I think it's one of those and and I know we will probably dive a little bit deeper. There's a lot of hypocrisy with it because I mean yes. and we could dive so deep into it, but you know, how how many of these big universities really like if we were to open their closet doors, hype you know, their hypothetical closet doors. Everything in that closet is going to be spick and span, absolutely sparkling clean. Like no dirt, no skeletons, nothing in those closets. Let's talk about this. You know, you bring up the hypocrisy of let's get behind the ultimate. And it's not only, but the biggest violation basically that we're seeing and being told about, which I'm sure 
is is probably close to the most major. Is he bought a meal for some players yeah. that were unapproved? Okay, a give me a break. Come on, like you yeah. said, how many of those uh, you know hundred dollar handshakes have taken place that you know uh, they even find out about it and there's no violation or if there is, it's such a minor one. And don't get me wrong. Four games. We just talked about the four games that 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 Harbaugh is going to end up missing if he indeed is officially suspended for those for for those games for those violations. It's not going to make much of a difference. Yeah. But let's talk about this. Come on. The, I remember when I was you know at a much younger age, probably twenty plus years ago. I remember an, a soccer a, a women's soccer player at Baylor, I believe it was. Got ruled ineligible for the season because she received a golf cart ride from one side of campus to the next. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we're talking about. But yet you've got guys, uh, I don't remember the the quarterback at Arizona State's uh, name, but he signed and committed to Florida because he got a $10 million guarantee to go to Florida. They retracted that offer. And now he's going to ASU for eight hundred thousand. Now yeah. we're talking eight hundred thousand dollars, you know. And he hasn't taken a snap, and it's just because he's got the potential that he's getting this NIL deal. But Jim Harbaugh can't buy a cheeseburger for a dude. Yeah, well, I don't understand that. Well, and here's the other crazy thing: as far as not only the the hypocrisies, but you look at the inconsistencies that the quote unquote, you know. NCA has because the few times that they want to, you know, as we've joked and as we talked about a true governing body. Yeah. You know, you look at just recently that broke news, the former Tennessee coach, uh, Pruitt, uh, Jeremy Pruitt come out, you know, he was actually giving cash to some of these commit, uh, to some of these players and whatnot. And it says here, uh, the NCAA announced that hundreds of violations took place in the Tennessee. Hundreds. Yeah. It, which included 18 level one violations that encompassed more than 200 individual infractions, most of which involved recruiting rule violations and direct payments to prospects, current student athletes, and their families. And, and they didn't even get a bull ban. Yeah. So it that, that's what created. And the volunteers got fined $8 million and replaced on probation for five years, and they lose a total of 28 scholarships during their during their probation so like you said what what is really the difference between because don't get me wrong if, if you're going to say it's wrong and it's wrong then One that's heck fine. Of an expensive cheeseburger if it's comparable exactly like if, if you want to say it's wrong it's wrong but but how is it you know the dude that he's already been fired like he's left the program now albeit that's because he didn't do much with the program he wasn't successful with it but how are you going to punish the school and the program Two years after the fact, he's already gone. Mm-hmm. Like that makes that makes zero sense to me. But like Jim, for example, and he can even say, "Hey, you know, I took him out. I paid for their meal." Like you, again, if it's wrong, it's wrong. But you know, you and I could do that. Like, how oh, wrong hey, I'm is just, that I mean, though? How yeah, wrong is that? To me, it's not because you you think about it like a business meeting. Hey, can you want to go out for a cup of coffee? Oh, hey, I'll, I'll spot you. Your you talk coffee. business. You, know, you talk yeah. business. You can take care of it. Exactly. Like it. it I don't see what the issue is with buying a cheeseburger as compared to, like you said, you know, handing them money or just say, hey, we're going to hand you $10 million. Oh, just kidding. We're not going to do that. I, and and that and that and that's the hypocrisy that I that I am so like, well, because of three magic letters, that's why it's okay. 
N-I-L. Since it's N-I-L, there are no rules, so therefore they can do pretty much anything they want. But technically, these are rules that have been in place for years, and Jim Harbaugh violated Well, come on. We're, yeah. And I am not, and, and I don't hate Jim Harbaugh, but I'm not a Jim Harbaugh fan, so I'm not trying to, I'm not an apologist for him. But how is that okay? I don't, I, it's, it's so backwards that I just don't get how it is acceptable to say he bought, he bought a, a, a meal. Let's just even yeah. get out of the cheeseburger. But that's literally from my understanding, what it was, he bought him a cheeseburger meal for this player and he violated. So he's going to get suspended for four games. I don't understand how that is any different than a, a, a whatever, a, a group of NIL people or whatever for a university saying, we're going to give you $10 million to come play whether or not that, that, that offer got pulled or not. It doesn't matter. It's they were, you are who you are. We're giving you $10 million. Well, and here, here's the other thing that kind of, you know, really perplexes me. And again, it, it, to me, it kind of ties in with the hypocrisy of how are you going to, you know, officially allow something, but have a very loose set of rules with it. But then when it comes to, past events that, that have nothing to do with almost anything that you have currently, right. you're going to now backtrack and say, Oh, well you did this in the past. So now we have to punish you for it. Currently like that, that, that like you, how, how many times have cops ever come back to somebody? So say they catch you speeding, they have to pull you over in that instance to actually mm -hmm. give you a citation. They can't come to you, you know, a week later, Hey man, you were speeding. Uh, we're we're going to give you citation for that. Although, if you run a red light and they take a picture of your your right. license plate, they can send right. because they caught you in the act. Right, but that's also within that same time period, though. Correct. That's not yes. you know that's not two three years down the road. You're getting a you're getting a letter in the citation. Hey, on uh, January you know July twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, and it's you know twenty twenty six now. You uh you ran through a red light, so you're speeding fine for that. Like wait 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 a minute. <laughs> And like you said, wrong is wrong. Whatever. Exactly. I get it. But at the same time, let, let's categorize it. Mm -hmm. If if hundreds of violations are found, hundreds of violations are found, and you don't give, I don't care if he's there or not, you found that the university that was there at the time violated it, uh, rules hundreds of times yeah and you're just taking some scholarships away don't get me wrong 28 scholarships over the course of what five years so that's a little more than five a year okay yeah. so yeah that's a big amount yes eight million dollars is a big price tag for a fine but let's not let nebraska paid 15 million dollars to get rid of scott frost in the middle of a season <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so these universities are not hurting. That's not that big of a fine. No. But you're going to, for a cheeseburger, suspend for a coach for four games. I, 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 I The famous line from, from Philadelphia, Denzel Washington, explain this to me like I'm a five-year-old. Yeah. Totally. I don't get this. Yeah. And it, here's the other crazy thing too, though. You know, we you could even you could even go as far back as USC. You know, yeah. If, if all of this stuff is being approved now, some of it's okay, some of it, you know, some of it's not. Why are why are they cherry picking what's okay, what's not? And you know, in Reggie Bush's case, why can't he have the Heisman Trophy? 
Why does mm-hmm. USC have to violate, you know, all of their wins? LSU just had the same thing with their football program. Not mm-hmm. too, you know, just what, about a month ago, they released that with one of the players. They vacated, uh, they vacated all of their wins, but I think yeah. they get to keep their national title victory or whatever. It like that. That's what's crazy. If you're going to be a quote unquote governing body and say, okay, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Why don't you do some type of other regulation to help stop some of the stuff that you feel is a growing pain? Well, if there's some sort of consistency, yeah, there's no consistency at what they no. decide they're going to rule on and, and drop the hammer on. I yeah. guess cheeseburger is the line for that, but hundred dollars, hundred dollar handshakes, hundreds of times, mm-hmm. eh, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, and to me, it's that it. <laughs> Like, like you said, from a business perspective, if you, you know, if I invite, if I invite you out because you're a potential client of mine or a potential customer that I'm trying to seal a deal with, because again, you have to think about it. These coaches and these programs, they're salesmen. They're, Hey, what can I do to get you to come to here? Hey, let me buy you a meal. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. Let me do something that's going to kind of open the door for you to be like, Oh man, this guy, you know, did something nice for me. Let me, let me at least sit down and hear him out. Like you said, what what is so bad about doing that like a business, like how all of these are run, as compared to here, let me give you hundreds of thousand dollars for an investment that you may or may not even stick with, that may or may not even actually commit to you. Yep. Well, and 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 here's the thing, I don't know. Was he forthright? Was he completely forthright when asked, you know, what happened? Did he lie about any of this while he was, you know what I mean? That would be the only thing that I think, okay, maybe. Now, that that is one thing that they did say is that um, they did say that apparently he did lie to the NCAA investigators. Um, Yeah, here we go. According to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports, likely facing a four-game suspension as a result of alleged misleading statements he made to NCAA investors. That's not necessarily lying. No. And and and, and call call it semantics, call it whatever right. you want. That's not technically them saying he lied. He just maybe didn't give the entire, entire truth. truth. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, still not right. You shouldn't yeah. do that. You're caught. You know, but, but at the same time, eh, we're, we're playing with gray area when you're talking the NCAA is doing 17,000 different things with 16,000 different scenarios. Well, and here, here's my other thing too, Uh that that's crazy. Yeah. Here's my other thing. You froze a little bit. uh Oh, here's the thing to me. that's also crazy is that you look at somebody, and and I, I hate to throw it out there, but I, I can't stand Bama, so I, I have to throw his name in the mud, unfortunately. <laughs> I have to throw Nick Saban under the bus. And I, I say this, and I know I've mentioned this before, I but I say this because, <laughs> like I said, if you open the closet of Kirby Smart, which they're finding you know dirt and stuff like that on Kirby, more than likely they have stuff on Nick Saban, but Nick Saban is the quote-unquote probably face of college football, so they're, they're not going to tarnish his name and reputation for that. Like, like legitimately, and I've had this question so many times before, what was Nick Saban doing when he took over the program in Alabama and he's going to kids in Los Angeles? He's going to kids, you know, in the northwest part of the United States. And mind you, Alabama was a dumpster fire when he took over Alabama. Yes. So this is before they get a lot of the success and he can say, look, I'm Nick Saban. If you come to Alabama, you're going to win a championship. What was he doing to say, hey, kids, how would you like to leave beautiful, sunny, nice weather Los Angeles to come play in hot, humid middle of 
he'll bum nowhere Tuscaloosa, Alabama to play for the Crimson Tide. After like, I lied to everybody about not taking the job while at Alabama and you're going to stay the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Like that like that to me and and even post that afterwards, you know, oh hey, you can't use a player's name image name image and likeness to recruit or do anything like that. When you're a successful coach like Nick Saban, how hard is it for you to come up to a number one wide receiver recruit and say, "Hey, look at the look at the wide receiver resume I built: Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper, uh, John Mechie, Jamison Williams. All these successful Alabama wide receivers; those yep. names speak for themselves. Yep. That's what I can get you if you come to the University of Alabama." I'm sorry you could you could talk all you want about the the rich history that Alabama had, mm-hmm. but you're also forgetting all the the after gene stallings all the misses that they had before they hired nick saban as well you know it wasn't in a good spot alabama had to make a splash with their next coach you know and nick saban was the splash that they were hoping for Mm -hmm. but how did you i mean don't get me wrong he might have slowly done it but and i don't know yeah we'll never we may never know but here's the thing. You can't convince me that it was completely and utterly 100% on the up and up to the extent that he never bought a stinking cheeseburger for somebody. Exactly. But yet Jim Harbaugh gets the four-game suspension because he didn't quite give the full truth, maybe, yeah. to his answer. And yeah. that's what they're going to hang their hat on. Look, we're doing our job, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sorry, I just can't buy it. I won't buy it. Um, I think, uh, Dalton and I have had this conversation that I think in the next 10 years, I I think by the time that NIL is 10 years old, that the NCAA will no longer be the governing body of college sports. And it's not necessarily because change is change. It's the previous regime did such a horrible job at, governing college sports that it's going to take a change of the people governing for it to because every university every single one whether they agree with them or not knows that they need to have a governing body they know they have to they know that they have to have rules in place or it will be a bloodbath everywhere and one team doesn't matter. Alabama, look at Nick Saban once NIL started. He started complaining. Yep. Nick Saban did that. Mm-hmm. So why is it going to be any different if it gets worse? It's going to get worse and going to keep getting worse if the NCAA doesn't decide, you know what, we should probably do something. And I don't think that they have the firepower to be able to do it. I think the previous regime of the NCAA put them so far into a hole that I think the new regime Are you there? there you go. Yep, there we go. Jeez Louise. So, I I think it I think it's it's a it's a very slippery slope that they're playing with and I don't know that that they're going to be able to to uh to recoup i just don't know yeah. well and and even if they're even if they're not able to recoup they need to do something to at least slow the damage down yeah because the longer you let this go like you said the more this is going to become a bloodbath and like you said 10 years down the road if then they decide hey we, we need to 
trying to put a cap on this. We need to try to fix it. How, trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, buddy. How, how many how many lawyers do you think are going to hop on this? Be like, no, no, no. You've done this for the last 10 years. Why are you going to start changing it right guys. now? Yeah, it, it, like that. that's about all they can do. You're not going to save your jobs, but you can at least slow and minimize the damage. And then a new regime could come in and maybe they could potentially fix it. Yeah, and that and that's why I think within the by the time NIL hits ten years old, by the time it hits double digits, they're going to need some. Well, and that bring us to the next topic. We're expanding conferences like mad, and it's only going to start getting worse. It's only going to get worse because there's a ton of money coming down the pike. That all of a sudden there's going to be a select few conferences that are going to be like, look, we need to have something in place or we're just going to be, it's going to, it's going to be bad. It's going to be horrible. And I don't know that, that the NCAA can do anything to protect themselves from it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I don't think there is, because like you said, it, it's all about the TV deals because you, you look at how you look at how much love college football has. You look at how much more coverage it's getting, how many more, you know, former athletes are now able to come on do, you know, platforms like this, social media, right. do podcasts, do shows, talk about what they used to do, talk about what they do currently for the game right? and how in-depth they can get into it. You, you didn't have that, you know, 10, 15 years ago when when everything kind of first realigned and it's like, okay, it'll be something different. We didn't have stuff. it five years ago, Tony. I know. Five years ago, we were still under the old style and like, well, it's getting to be bad, but we didn't, I mean we're entering what the third year of nil the third year and we're already to the point where it is ridiculous and and that takes us to the next to the next topic of colorado just uh, on thursday voted their board of regents voted to uh, make the move from the pac 12 or the pac conference is what i like to call it because there ain't 12 teams in it especially now um that in 2024 they're making the move back to the big 12 yep and to me, this is the start, of the new start to the end of the PAC conference because there was still kind of some hope that mm-hmm. the PAC conference would still be able to at least have some semblance of what they they were after UC, U, uh, USC and UCLA moved to the Big Ten. Colorado's leaving; they're they're jumping ship. That media deal that they had that the PAC twelve or the PAC conference decided they were going to do uh, the direct to consumer uh, didn't really blow any smoke up colorado skirt and they didn't like it so they're jumping ship yeah uh i think i i read that there are one to three more teams uh that the big 12 wants to add on top of who they've got already uh so that to me says probably utah is going to make the move to the big 12 which takes away from the pac conference yet again we've already know that the Big Ten was waiting for Colorado and someone else to leave the PAC conference so they could go, <coughs> excuse me, after uh, Oregon, Oregon and Washington, Washington, Washington because they've already vetted them and approved them to join the conference. They were just waiting to extend the offer because they didn't want to be the reason why the PAC conference Dies. folded up, yeah. even though they took the two biggest pillars already out of it. But oh heck, if they're jumping ship, come on, come on. I honestly, and you and I talked about this a little bit. I honestly think with that, Utah will go. I think Arizona and Arizona State will be the other two that go with uh, Utah to go to the the Big 12. Those will be the four teams that leave the PAC conference. That means uh, 
Washington, Oregon, I think Stanford, and I think with those three added, Notre Dame will jump into the Big Ten as well. Yep. I think I, I think within the next two years we'll have that that roadmap already mapped out. I agree. Honestly, I I could see it happening by by next year, and I say that because you you think about how much we talked about you know the the rumors the where there's smoke there's fire type thing. We talked about you know Arizona kind of making making a little bit of noise, a little bit of rumble. Well, they didn't like happy. the new media deal that the PAC conference came up with either. Yeah, they did, and and even before that, they were like, "Hey, why don't we have a deal yet?" Like this is we're we're coming. They up were close. making the biggest. They were making the biggest noise about where's our media deal, exactly. Because I think they were the big remaining team. Mine, I mean, Oregon's the biggest football team yes. or school left in the Pac conference, but Arizona has been okay at times in football, but they're big in basketball. Where's our media deal? Where's our media deal? Mm-hmm. Well. You go to the Big Twelve. You're not maybe not you're not getting the Big Ten payday, but you're getting a heck of a lot bigger than direct to consumer. Yeah, I mean, you look at Colorado. Colorado's getting almost thirty five million a year from mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the Big Twelve deal when they join. So I mean, they're they're going to be right about that area. That's better than what they're getting right now. It's a heck of a lot better because you can't convince me that they're going to make thirty five million dollars from direct con- to consumer. I'm yeah. not paying for for the Pac twelve or the Pac conference uh, package. No. Not especially. I'm, not, I'm a Cubs fan, and I don't even pay for the marquee marquee network for the Cubs. Yeah, you know, I just don't. Yeah, because no. I can find I can consume it in other ways. But no, I mean, I I agree, and I think I do think all this happens before before next year. I think by the time the next year starts, could be right. We will will have a we'll have a better idea of the Big Twelve, and honestly, I think by then, Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and more specifically Notre Dame will be in the Big Ten. And I say that mainly because, you know, even when I've talked to other Notre Dame fans, they're like, you know, Notre Dame won't join a conference. They like being independent. Well, they're not going to have a choice before too long. 2024, you know, like we've talked about, is when the college football playoffs expand to 12 teams. All the conference champions get to come in, even the group five. And then you're going to have, you know, maybe a select few other spots for other teams. But how many other Big Ten teams are going to be like, man, this is a really good team. We want them in the playoffs. This well, and how many, how many times, how many times, Excuse me. How many times is the ACC going to be good enough to provide Notre Dame enough quality games to be able to make them eligible or at least appealing? The name Notre Dame is appealing to a point, but if you get to the point where you're playing Georgia Tech, you're playing Virginia Tech, I know they've been good in the past, but you know, and even the likes of Miami, they've struggled to the point where it's not as huge of a name or a game every year to where, you know, you've got those three are the three of the five games that they play ACC wise. And you throw Duke in there, you know, you know, and then, and then you get Florida state. Mm -hmm. That's not a great five games to play against the ACC to say, Hey, look, we went five and Oh against the ACC. And then we beat up on central Michigan Tulane, and, you know, Memphis or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't even know their schedule. I don't care. But yeah. my point is, is they're not going to have the capability of scheduling Michigan, Ohio, Ohio State. State, Penn State, Michigan Penn State. State, Michigan State. They're not going to be able to schedule USC because USC is going to. Ha- I mean, they've got contracts that they have to honor, I'm sure. And for the time being, there are still avenues to where teams get to make up. I mean, we just looked at Michigan's first three you know, East Carolina, UNLV and Bowling Green. Those are the first there. Those are their three non-conference games. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I honestly think, and I and I I totally think this. It's going to take a lot to, to convince me otherwise. As these conference get so conferences get big enough, there are going to be more and more mandates to maintain a majority. You get one game out of conference. The rest of them are going to be all in conference. If the Big Ten goes to twenty teams, which adding those four that we just talked about, let's say, let's say, take Notre Dame out of it and put Washington State in there. Okay, so you've got twenty teams in the Big Ten. You're telling me that you're going to be okay with a team only playing eight of those teams? No, you're going to have a a twelve game conference or conference schedule is what you're going to have. You, you maybe might have 11 in that last game. You get may, one more game. Than likely, more than likely, either will be against an out-of-conference opponent, like a, a group five school, or honestly, they might kind of do a college basketball thing. Like, uh, no, we want we want ratings. We want more money. Uh, you're going to face somebody from the ACC. You're going to face or, somebody from the Big 12. And how many, how many of those Big 10 teams that get one non-conference game that they get to schedule are going to schedule Notre Dame? Oh, no. None. Zero zip zilch nada. They're not going to go out of conference because you know what? Your cupcake games are going to be the ones against the lower rung Big Ten teams. Yeah. So they're going to go find another cupcake to make sure that they get that warm up, if anything. And and I had that. Somebody said, well, what about, you know, like, you know, how are you going to do that? The Big Ten compared to the SEC, you know, you're playing an entire Big Ten conference schedule against the and compared to an SEC team that's playing all SEC games, you know it's a better conference. Top to bottom, you're pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. The bottom is pretty bad in both conferences. Oh yeah, the top yeah. is pretty good. Now, don't get me wrong, the SEC has proven that they've gotten more elite at the top, but at the same time, they've got good play, good teams at the top, and they've got their dregs at the bottom. Vanderbilt is not while they're an SEC team, they're 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 no better than Northwestern or you know or whoever in the Big Ten. It's just not comparable. You you look at Vanderbilt, you look at Missouri, and you look at Arkansas. Those are probably the three bottom for the SEC. And then on the Big Ten side, you look at honestly Indiana, you look at Rutgers, and you look at Northwestern. Those are probably going to be your bottom teams for the Big Ten. And in the in the past few years, Illinois. Yeah, Illinois even. Yeah, not until what last year. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, and year. and to and to some extent, Purdue it sometimes. Yeah. Purdue. So I mean, that's not to say that both Illinois and Purdue, and even Rutgers at some point, and even Northwestern. Northwestern's won the Big Ten West. Not saying that the Big Ten West is comparable to the East, but they've been in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, which is well, more than what Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt hasn't. <laughs> yeah, Arkansas has it since it's joined the SEC. Now Missouri did when they first joined the SEC. The first, they, first they still year, did. I think. Yeah. yeah, like first couple of years, I would say. But it, it, so, so to me, that's an argument that's a moot argument. If you beat up on the good teams and you're the best in your conference and you've played an entire twelve games or even eleven games with one cuppy cake that you got to got to schedule you're going to be in the college playoff, especially when it expands. You could even lose one of those games and still be able to get into the college playoff because you're playing good teams Well, because they're it. all in your conference. Yeah. Well, and think about it too. So, so say hypothetically the PAC 12 dies by the time this comes around. So you have the four power five, the well, power four, conferences. four power five, yeah, four <laughs> power fives, the four power four conference champions. 
you have, you know, the group five champion. So that's nine. It means you have three spots. You mean to tell me that whoever doesn't win the Big Ten, whoever is the runner up, whoever loses that game is going to you know, be beat out over Notre Dame or, you know, somebody in the SEC is, is going to be the runner up for the SEC championship or Big 12 or whoever. Like, oh, I'm no. sorry. Navy, Navy is not a good win. No, it's not. Even because when they're, they're good, it's, it's not a it's not a top rung win because the Navy know? doesn't face anybody either. Correct. So, and it, that's yeah. not taking it anything away from Navy. I like what they do. I love the military branches that play football. I love the 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 those those teams. I love the Army Navy game. I watch it every year, you know. And and but it's it's not the same competition. We've even I've even talked to the uh, the head of operation football operations at both of the schools, and they say we can't compete with the top level division ones we're still division one that's a one draw that we get to some but we don't get the same athletes into our service academies that will go to ohio state that will go to alabama that will go to clemson they just don't well and a lot of that and you know not not to not to hate too much on the military services because i was in it but a lot of that is because it's harder for these athletes when they go to these service academies mm-hmm. to say, hey, I have an opportunity to go be drafted in the NFL. I want to go do that. No, yeah, no. You have to get a waiver, and those are hard to come by. Exactly. When you go to that service academy, you agree to because you have a four year service. Yeah, you have you a four year commitment. commitment afterwards. Exactly. Because you, you are in investment from those academies and from the U.S. government. So they're like, hey, we're not really going to let you go play football. So that, that's part of why. Those are special athletes that go to the service academy. Correct. They're not the same athletes that go to Ohio State, State that go to Notre Dame, Notre Alabama, Dame. Yeah. Oregon, USC. All these schools that we're talking about joining these major conferences are moving to major conferences. They're not the same athletes. So beating Navy for Notre Dame is not that notch on the belt that they think they should you know that 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 will go far and that's something notre dame has always they've they've kept navy because of the history that it used to be notre dame navy used to be the game oh yeah back in but the that day. was when they wore leather helmets we've learned a lot in football about the about yes. what those things did so therefore the game has changed mm-hmm. unfortunately the military academies have not yes they, they still have the same basis. Look, when you go to a, a service academy, you've still got that service mm-hmm. obligation after you graduate. It's just the way it happens. And yeah. so, like, and, and this is not meant to rag on. I just think that the old school Notre Dame were staying independent is going by the wayside. A, Jack Schwarbrick just resigned. We've got a new AD at Notre Dame now. He actually did a lot of dealings uh, from the NBC side with Notre Dame. So my point is, is he understands the kind of workings of that aspect of the Notre Dame part, but he also understands that where this is going to go, where this is heading, you know, and, and, and that to me is probably why I see Notre Dame joining a conference sooner rather than later. Well, and like you and I talked about too, you know, with the fact that the Big Ten has an NBC deal, like you said, if the Big Ten really wants to with NBC, they can be like, look, either Notre Dame joins or you will never see a primetime night Notre Dame game 
ever again unless you agree to face a Big Ten team. And then mm-hmm. by all means, you can be in that spotlight as much as you want, but you're going to face one of our teams. Today. Well, and I think I think there's going to be some negotiation. I mean, oh, yeah. because Notre Dame's going to have that TV deal in place, their own TV deal. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's as, it's to the point where, okay, you can have your TV deal, you need to join the Big Ten, we'll give you three-quarters of an equal share while you're under your own, which means you're going to get essentially a little bit more than a full share that the big 10 teams get until that TV deal runs out. Then you go to a full big 10 share, but now you're part of the big 10 fully and NBC all of a sudden has Notre Dame and the big. Did I lose you? Just a little bit. Nope. There you are. Okay. <laughs> so it, 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 I, I, that's why I'm so comfortable saying I think it will be, you know, as soon as the ink dries on Colorado completely and utterly being a Big 12. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's all approved and everything, but it's not a finalized deal quite yet. You're going to add more schools. I know they're going to. Oh, yeah. And then the Big Ten's going to jump in. And, and, and here's the thing people could say, well, Oregon and Washington could easily go to the big 12. They're not going to, because they can see the big payday coming from the big 10. The big 10 doesn't vet and approve. If they're not serious about adding you, they're just not doing it yet. They waited for the shoe to drop. The shoe has started to drop. They're going to put into motion. They I'm sure once this news broke about Colorado, they were on the phone with, with Oregon and Washington saying, you better get ready because we're getting ready. It's, yep. it's happening. It's just, w- w- you're vetted, you're approved. We just need to extend and you're getting this huge deal, which coincidentally, Greg, War- or Greg, not Greg Warren, Kevin Warren, Greg Warren's a comedian. Uh, Greg Warren, wrote, <laughs> Kevin Warren <laughs> wrote into the agreement that it expands. The amount of money expands with the expansion of the conference. So therefore that, that, that pie doesn't get smaller as they add more. It stays the same or even maybe gets a little bit bigger. Yeah. And how much you want to bet too? how much you want to bet the big 10 also is like, Hey, you know, Oregon, Washington, you know, be prepared. And how much you want to bet they've already reached out to Stanford. And I guarantee they've already probably reached out to somebody at Notre Dame. Like, Hey, so uh, if this happens, so you guys look, look for our invite in the mail. Mm-hmm. You better RSVP really quick. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I do want to throw something out because somebody kind of mentioned it in a group chat that I made earlier, and it, and it did kind of make sense. You know who kind of is a winner out of this if the Pac-12, you know, does officially, you know, cease to exist as we know it? Oregon State and Washington State. And I say that because if they go to the Mountain West Conference, they could potentially be the big boys of the conference. They can win a championship. They can go to the playoffs. And we I can tell see you the what, Beavs or, or the Oregon, Cougs in the playoffs. Oregon State hasn't been bad. No. They haven't been bad. They no. just haven't been good enough to beat USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. Oregon, the, all Washington. Those <laughs> Oregon State hasn't been bad. So you're right. They go to a, 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 a what is it, the uh, the group of five yep. conference. Mountain, one Mountain of those. Conference. Looky there. All of a Eight. sudden they're in shape to be one of the 12 that get in. Yeah, we could see the Beavs or the Cougs or in, both in the play or both in playoffs. <laughs> so it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, exactly which way the 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 chips fall, mm-hmm. because uh, 
you know, there like like you said, there's when there's when there's smoke, there's there tends to be a lot of fire, you know, and there's been so much smoke lately about what could happen is San Diego State gonna go to the Pac-12? Is you know, are these teams going is Boise State going to the Pac-12? Well, you notice July 1st came and went, and none of those teams joined the Pac-12. Well, you notice too, San Diego State kind of started to yeah, they they, they told the Mountain West that they were leaving. And then they came back. And then they went, well. So that direct to consumer doesn't float our boat. I was going to say that that to me has got to be another big thing that one of your biggest schools that you were supposedly going to go after. The school. What are you talking to, about? One of the right. biggest. It's the school that they were basing to they were going to get back into that market with San Diego State. And and for that school to be like, hey, you know what? We're, we're gonna come back to back to our that what does that we love the Mountain West. We love yeah. you <laughs> more than the pack, though. So it's it, it's it's gonna be interesting because you know, like next July, you know, it happens for real. You know, USC and UCLA are no longer uh, part of the part of the Pac conference. You know, the Pac twelve ceases to be the Pac twelve because July first. Colorado leaves as well. And before too long, I'm sure Utah and probably Arizona, Arizona State, they're going to be off. That's going to leave so few teams that resemble anything that was the PAC conference that was there before. It's just a Cal. You have Cal, you have Stanford, you have what, Oregon State, Washington State, and that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, I say if you include Oregon and Washington being the Big Ten, yeah, you have five teams left in the Pac-12. Yeah, Pac-5. So, yeah, so and and you're not going to replace all those with anything that is even semblance. The Pac Conference will become, if it doesn't just completely fold, will be a Group of Five conference. It will be. Uh, it's just a matter of whether or not they can get a TV deal in place that will adequately pay those schools that you know you might get uc irvine the anteaters may come in and be a a pack conference team or whatever so uh it's it's tough because uh you know it's been a staple being a big 10 a big 10 guy my whole life the pack pack 10 the pack 12 has always been a connection to the big 10 because of their alliance you know where the you know they always play in the rose bowl they always Mm -hmm. You know, there are other bowl games that have Big Ten pack, 12, 10, whatever you want to call them, uh, alliances that that take those teams in. So, you know, you always play, you know, growing up, whenever Purdue did make a bowl game, a lot of times they were playing a, a pack conference team. Uh, but, you know, it's just it's going by the wayside now. And, and, it, and so it's kind of disappointing uh, but knowing what we know with how things are going, it doesn't surprise me, really, no. honestly. And you know what's really sad? You know what this reminds me of? R.I.P. to the Big East Football Conference. Yes. Still yes. a basketball conference. Still a great basketball conference, but R.I.P. to the Big East Football Yeah, can, <laughs> Yeah, that was thanks to the ACC right there. That killed the Big East uh, Football Conference right there because yep. they took every team that had a football team uh, that was worth anything. And that was the whole reasoning behind pulling those teams into the ACC is they all played football. Yeah, with the and, exception of West Virginia, because academically they didn't meet their standards, but they joined the big team. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, because academics are really important in all of college sports, right? Yeah. And you know what they missed out on? They missed out on country roads. That's what they missed out on. Almost heaven. 
West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Anyways, so the last thing before we wrap up for today, uh, some 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 disconcerting news, I guess, uh, out of uh, USC uh, this week is uh, Bronny James, the son of uh, NBA legend LeBron James, uh, was at a, a off-season practice, I guess, maybe for USC and uh, suffered a cardiac arrest while on the court, uh, had to be rushed to Cedar sinai uh, Hospital there in L.A. And uh, uh, just recently on Thursday, I believe, evening, got released from the hospital. Um, but it, it's concerning because there's not a lot of information coming out about what may have led to it. Now, granted, they may they may be still running the tests and waiting for the results to come back to where they, you know, just uh, something happened that kind of like the 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 uh, Hamlin thing on with the bills where just one thing happened, perfect timing that caused his heart to stop, you know, and I'm not saying Bronny's heart stopped, but essentially he had a, a major cardiac event happen that led to him collapsing and led to him going into a cardiac arrest. Um, what do you think this is going to do? You, do you see this being anything down the road that maybe that, you know, I, you know, I, I go back to the Hank gathers thing when I was, when I was younger, uh, Hank gathers played at Loyola Marymount. They were the run and gun team that was scoring 130 points a game. You know, they were shooting 10 seconds, no more than 10 seconds into the, into the shot clock. And Hank gathers was the best player on their team, but he had a heart condition and now granted they knew it, but he, when he was taking his medication, he got lethargic and couldn't do the running. So he went off his medication and he went into a cardiac arrest on the court and ended up passing away. Yeah. And so like I always kind of, since I lived through that, uh, whenever I hear of, of a, a seemingly healthy young athlete, all of a sudden just collapsing on the court, it makes me worry that is there something major going on with this athlete? Yeah. And it, so it's it's crazy to say that because not only do we have the DeMar Hamlin with Buffalo Bills having a cardiac arrest, uh, Sharif O'Neal, who is yes. Shaq's son, also had actually open heart surgery when he was 18 to repair a coronary artery issue. Now, like you said, we don't really know what caused him to potentially have this or what could be the reasoning. I mean, yeah. it, obviously we know 18-year-olds do not have it's not normal heart issues typically unless there's some type of a medical anomaly or some pre-existing condition right. that has diagnosed with that. But considering he's an athlete, which is good and bad because athletes tend to take very good care of themselves as far as their diet, the fact that they work out and whatnot, but it's a bad thing because they tend to overwork themselves. And, they and sometimes they are aware of things. Sometimes they're aware of things and they tend to ignore them because they don't want it to affect how they perform too. So it's a double-edged sword sometimes. I, I'm not saying that he knew anything was wrong no. or that he could foresee any of this, but I would hate to think that he put his life potentially in danger just to make sure he could play a sport at well, the same only, time. Well, not only that, but I mean, unfortunately, you know, with basketball, football, any sport that you have, you know, the minute that you're taken off that court, that field, whatever, and the next person up, you, know, you could potentially lose your spot. Yeah. And you have to try to fight and hopefully get <laughs> – get a position to fight back with that but yeah i 
I don't know if he did. It's like you said, it's one of those he could have just felt, you know, light-winded. He could have felt like, man, maybe I'm just going hard today. You know, maybe I just don't feel good. You know, it, it could be anything. I don't want to try to speculate something that's not true. I'm thankful that he didn't have a worse outcome. Correct. That's absolutely. I do. I don't. I don't want anybody to think that I think. I worry though that that he's not gonna. I hope that whatever medical information he finds, if it's something that is that ends his career, then end your career. Go yes. be a coach. Go. You know, you can be involved in sports without having to be the athlete part of it. And if it's something to where you know, uh, you know, heaven forbid. He, he actually gets to the point where they say, look, you're not going to be able to play, you know, that, yeah, it's going to be tough to take, but at the same time, there's got to be a reason. So you can find another, you know, meaning of life, you know, and, and, and the key word there is life, you know, uh, it's, it's just something that, you know, uh, I, I get it. It's a love, but you can have a passion that doesn't require you to risk your life at the same time. And, and there's a couple benefits to it, too, because I look a lot at uh, Cooper Manning for anybody that watches yeah. a lot of professional football. You know, you know albeit it's going to sound bad, he, he is lucky to have not only his dad's name, but his you know two brothers make a legacy. You know, Bronny has not only his dad, but more than likely his younger brother. Right. Again, albeit barring anything crazy, something like this that would prevent him from being able to do it, his brother will more than likely go into the NBA in college and you know potentially be a success so it, it like you said there are other avenues and that's what a lot of athletes are starting to realize that's what you know famous nfl athletes like andrew luck uh, Luke yeah. Keighley, you know calvin johnson they're like look this is a toll on my body there is life after football i want to be able to do something not be in pain and be able to live a more, mm-hmm. you know, normal life and be successful and, it, and it's not the end these guys are happy like they mm-hmm. enjoyed what they right. did they made they made their own impact. They have their peace. And, you know, hey, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm going to go do something else. And that's the key is we don't know anything other than he had this cardiac event. Mm-hmm. He went and spent a couple of days in the hospital. He's been released. We're at that point right now. Yep. So we're, we're I'm not speculating. I'm not saying, oh, I think he's got. We don't know. Yeah, but I hope that and and I think he's, I think that his dad's probably pretty smart too to where they're going to be like, look. You know, let's. I, I I love you, and I want to have you around. I would rather you. Uh, are you there? There you go. Did you freeze up a little bit? Okay. I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I I would rather have you in my life than to have something. You know, run the risk. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that that they will, uh, if we get to that point. But I honestly. I hope that it was just one of those DeMar Hamlin type style thing to where the perfect storm happened to where this event happened to where all of a sudden, you know, some things happened and, 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 you know, it was a small blip on the, on the, on the screen and everything goes back to normal, but it's something that you've got to keep track of and be very cognizant of what's going on. So we don't have that tragedy of something like Hank gathers, you know, collapsing on the court during a game and you know all of a sudden you know we're dealing with a a loss of a very bright star uh be it professional athlete or you know potentially just a human being in general you don't want to see that happen so uh hopefully hopefully they find out what's wrong uh what led to it 
and they're able to put put a uh, a, a kibosh on on things that might uh, might lead to something worse. So, all right. Well, that's that's the end of the show. Uh, well, I, we could talk about a whole lot of other things, but uh, the, we've we've hit the we've hit the fifty five, almost fifty six minute mark, and here we thought we didn't have enough. Uh, we all, we always say that we always hit right on the money. If not. we're always like, well, at least we can try for forty minutes, and here we are pushing an hour, and we've got to cut it off, or we could keep going. So, <laughs> so Tony, uh, this week you're me on every other week, uh, but uh, why don't you let everybody know uh, how we can uh, uh, be found? Yeah, so you can find us on the TikToks, the Instagram, and the uh, X. Now it is formerly known as Twitter. Are they changing the name? Oh, they've already updated the app. Like I look at the. Well, app, I know it's, it's updated, X, so it's it's not Twitter anymore. It's just X. Okay, the the former bird. So I've yep. got to do another. I've got to do another <laughs> correction to this. This is yep. silly. <laughs> The player f- this because why you know like facebook changed from you know it's not facebook it's meta but yeah. it's still facebook from meta why can't they say twitter from x <laughs> the, the, but nonetheless the player formerly known as mouse cop aka twitter is now x <laughs> you can, wow anyways you can okay, find this so the former yeah. twitter Yes, the former Twitter. Uh, you can find us there at B1G underscore talk. That's big talk, but the I is a one. B1G. You can, but you can also find us on Facebook, Meta Facebook, still <laughs> formerly known as Facebook. Uh, you can find us there at big talk, B1G talk. You can add the underscore or not. It is entirely up to you. Uh, and then By the way, it. the next week of the lower, the lower corner is going to be different. It's going to say twice weekly. I know twice a week on the ASAP network, hopefully Wednesdays and Fridays again, if I remember That's, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, and if you want to catch us on ASAP, you can catch us on the network on Facebook itself at ASAP, All Sports, All Plays. You can also find our Google Play and the Apple App Store as well. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can also find us on Sam's Baby, the Lounge yeah. Media Group as well. Yep, our, our, our audio podcast uh, version of the show uh, will be out on, out through lounge media group uh the anywhere you find podcasts and if you if you if you miss our uh our our stream on asap you can find the video stream of this show wonderful show um on on spotify so spotify still allows or has allowed us from the get-go we were in the beta version of the video podcasting uh through spotify uh, but now it's a service that's allowed uh, through for anybody. Now we're not special anymore. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, oh, that that brings us to a, a close. Tony, thanks so much for uh, for filling in for Dalton since he was. Uh, I guess he thinks he's special and gets to go to media days. I got. I just I have a bunch going on that I was going to try to go, and uh, then it got to the point where it was like, you know what, I've got a lot of things going on that. Uh, We'll let Dalton be our media guy, uh, right? Media days, at least for one more year. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe next year we both can uh, join him there. Um, something I don't know. Oh, maybe I don't know, but we'll figure it out. But yeah. that's all from uh, for us uh, for today at Big Talk. Uh, been a great time. Uh, we're gonna kick it back into gear. Football's starting up, so the next time we come on, it will be uh, well 
probably one more week of once a week, even though it will technically be August. Uh, but uh, for Tony Hollinsworth, Dalton Shetler, who is at Media Days on his way back, he'll be joining us on Fridays again. I'm Sam Springer. Thanks so much for coming in, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye.